Hello, I'm Jerry. I'm 14 and I'm an army. No, this word has nothing to do with the army regarding military service. ARMY is the fan club of the most popular South Korean group, BTS. I used to be afraid that someone would find out about this, but now I can proudly talk about my passion. I was seven years old when my parents sent me to dancing school. You see, a school dedicated to hip-hop culture was just near our house. Therefore, my parents sent me to that school without any hesitation. I really liked dancing. It was great fun. We performed musical numbers, dancing in many local place names. Those always were modern youth dances, and we danced to cool songs. Obviously, my musical preferences were formed by those songs. The melodies were always full of energy and with a cool beat to boot. Therefore, my playlist mainly consisted of hip-hop, R&B, and pop music. Once our dance teacher put on some cool song for our workout, I liked it instantly. After class, I asked the teacher for the name of the track and the group. It turned out to be a dope by BTS. When I got home, I googled the group. That's when I found out that BTS were the most popular South Korean group. Unlike the majority of other South Korean stars, BTS were known not only in Asia, but also in Europe and America. I listened to their other songs, and they were all in the style that I always liked. I didn't actually notice, but over time my entire playlist became filled only with BTS songs. I even watched their live performances and concerts. I really liked their energy and their shows were always top-notch. Soon I also learned a lot about the group itself. Now I knew when they had debuted and the names of the group members. I even subscribed to them on social networks. I really enjoyed watching the musicians who made such high-quality music. But here is the funny thing. BTS and their music did become my new hobby. Yet, still I was sure that such a hobby was unsuitable for a guy. Even on the internet, I saw that almost all BTS fans were girls. In fact, even my classmates often discussed BTS band members, their videos and performances. Sometimes I wanted to join their conversations, but I could not dare to do so. I imagined them to be very surprised, but I was also afraid that they would say that I behaved like a girl. Actually, I was even more afraid because of the possible reaction of the guys from my class. You see, most of them just spend each day playing computer games and watching YouTube vids. In high school, they already made fun of me. They couldn't understand how a guy could like dancing classes. But I was never actually embarrassed by this. Yes, my hip-hop group consists mostly of girls, but none of them was able to do a handstand like me, and none could jump higher than me. The tricks that I did on stage were almost impossible for anyone to replicate. But that was dancing, and my love for BTS was different. Once the girls brought some BTS albums to the class, they really enjoyed looking at the band's photos and posters. The boys, on the other hand, just laughed at them. The guys found it funny that the girls were fans of cute boys who danced and looked like females. After such a reaction, I definitely could not admit that I also liked this group. Therefore, I kept silent. I was really depressed that I couldn't share my passion with anyone. My parents weren't interested in my hobbies. Besides, mom and dad were constantly busy at work. As for brothers and sisters, I don't have any. I didn't even tell my friends from the dancing classes about my passion. Yep, those guys and gals often shared my musical tastes, but I did not dare to tell them about my infatuation for the Korean group. 
I knew that there was nothing wrong with that, but the majority of my acquaintances considered it unmanly, and that haunted me. And then I found a way out for myself. The internet saved me. Social networks were full of groups and communities dedicated to BDS. So many like-minded individuals. I had to create a fake social network page to web surf in safety. Now I had two lives, and the virtual one even seemed better. In the net, I didn't worry that I was a guy BTS fan. Actually, a lot of my new acquaintances even admired me for being male army member. I got a lot of friend messages from girls. They wrote many messages to me. And I was sure that those girls would actually like me in real life. I watched videos, listened to BTS songs, commented on posts. Over time, I made several friends with whom I could discuss BTS creations all night long. I felt as if I had become part of one big family, the ARMY fandom. Everyone around me noticed that I was constantly on the phone, smiling at messages, laughing to myself, not talking to anyone in real life. IRL friends called me a weirdo, but I didn't care. I was so carried away by my virtual life that I completely stopped paying attention to those around me. You see, I finally decided that I would never tell about my hobby to IRL friends and classmates. I finally decided that I would never tell about my hobby to IRL friends and classmates. They would never be able to understand me. Due to the fact that I often stayed all night in the web, my academic performance noticeably decreased. In the classroom, I read and answered messages instead of concentrating on lessons. Even during dance classes, I wasn't able to work properly anymore. Of course, my parents were soon informed about that. Mom and Dad lectured me. According to them, I got completely out of hand. My behavior disappointed them deeply. They were afraid that I won't be able to enter college with such grades. They tried to find out what was the reason of my problems with studies. But of course, I kept silent. So then they gave me an ultimatum. They promised to turn off the Wi-Fi at night and even take my phone away from me. I thought they were joking or tried to intimidate me. But then they proved the seriousness of their promises. Soon I felt an actual withdrawal. I realized that I grew addicted to my second virtual life. It was actually more interesting to me than the reality. And that scared me shitless. My everyday life became gray and flavorless. Each day was like the one before. The parents gave me my phone when I went to school. And when I returned home, they took it back again. And they actually switched our Wi-Fi off before going to bed. Now I could no longer talk with my friends in the evenings. So I began to talk with them during breaks or even reply to their messages and scroll the newsfeed right during the class. My performance, of course, didn't improve because of that. In fact, it even got worse. But the parents would not hear of abolishing their penalty. Once at a break, I got so carried away by the new texts from my friend that I did not notice how several guys from my class approached me from the back. They suddenly ripped the phone off my hands and ran away with a vile laugh. In a second, several horrible thoughts swept across my mind. The moment before, I was just exchanging texts with a girl from my fake profile that no one knew about. We discussed the latest BTS clip. The last emoticon I sent her was a heart. I imagined how the guys would read all my history out loud in front of the whole class just to mock me. Fortunately, they only noticed the heart emoticon and the fact that I was chatting with a girl. They asked me who the girl was whether she was my new girlfriend, and whether she was a, the reason that I had become so withdrawn. They clearly were waiting for an answer. But I just went up to my classmate, wrenched my phone out of his arms, 
and told them all to keep their noses out of my business. Of course, they got angry and ridiculed me. But after that, no one actually tried to talk to me, and I was fine with that. After that incident, I stopped texting at breaks. I was afraid that someone would find out about my secret life. I was slowly getting desperate. I was saved by an accident. Once at a break, I was trying to relax by listening to the music. I switched on one of the most popular songs by BTS. Recently, I celebrated my birthday. My parents presented me with a set of wireless headphones, and I was still getting familiar with them. They were somewhat buggy, and I tried to adjust them in several ways. Yet something went wrong. Suddenly, the headphones turned off, and everyone in the class heard the song that was playing on my phone. I could have sunk through the floor. I panicked, and I tried to turn off the sound, but my hands were trembling, and I dropped the phone, and the song continued to play loudly during all that time. When I finally managed to turn off the sound, I was afraid to look up at classmates. I was sure that they would look at me with surprise and disgust. I even subconsciously held my breath for a moment. But it was me who got surprised. Three girls immediately approached me and started asking me whether I liked BTS or it was the only their song in my playlist. I didn't notice any negative vibes on their part, so I told them that I liked many BTS songs. Then the girls asked if I saw any Korean clips, and so we got into a conversation. I really enjoyed talking about your hobby IRL. Asking questions, giving answers... That sort of stuff. I even forgot that there were guys in the class. Just imagine. I was afraid of their reactions for so long, and all that time, there was actually nothing to be worried about. All of my classmates who weren't BTS fans still minded their own business. Zero guys paid any attention to the song that I was listening to. But soon, all the guys noticed how I became a favorite of the girls just in a couple of days. Our beautiful BTS fans gathered around me during breaks, always asking me for my opinion about songs and clips. Now, I was able to enjoy my hobby to the fullest in real life, so my second virtual life was soon nearly forgotten. I have made new friends. We go to K-pop parties together, discuss new BTS videos and albums, and even dream of visiting a live performance of the Korean group one day. And recently, I was invited to join a cover dance team that studies the dances of popular Korean bands and uploads videos to YouTube. I hesitated for a long time, but eventually my friends persuaded me. It turned out that there were two more guys like me in that team. They too like to dance and listen to K-pop. Now, our cover dance group works towards a common goal. The Koreans regularly hold a contest of the best cover teams. And if we manage to enter it, we'd have to perform live on stage in Seoul. I thought that my hobby would make people around consider me a weirdo. I was sure that it looked unmanly. But I was so wrong. The hobby allowed me to make new friends, discover new dreams, and find new goals. Hello, my name's Mary. Tell me, what do you imagine when you are told about vampires? Maybe some beautiful ancient creatures languidly shedding blood from a glass? So, I'll disappoint you. There are vampires among us, people with porphyria, and there's nothing romantic about it. I happen to have porphyria, the most severe form of it. My blood literally kills me, and I turn into something kids and pregnant women faint from, and everyone else just grabs the pitchforks. If you have mental problems, please don't Google how it looks. Why a vampire? Because it's a revived corpse. Seriously, the skin's deformed and the teeth go forward. No fangs if your teeth aren't crooked, and the body can't handle sunlight. 
If I don't want to get terrible burns all over my body, I can even die from them. I better forget about the sun forever, as well as tanning salons and anything that has UV rays. For example, nail salons with all kinds of fashionable lamps. Though with my looks, it's useless to go for a manicure. It's hard to decorate what looks dead and rotten. I haven't left my house without a mask for a long time. Why injure people with my terrible looks? Yeah, I don't like my reflection in the mirror either. I've read that Porphyria was mistaken for vampirism in ancient times. The story appeared because of the sick people who looked terrible and weren't adequate. They even really drank the blood of animals. So, the story became very beautiful. In old, especially Eastern European tales, vampires were affectionately called ghouls. They looked like this, and didn't go out in the sun. So it's me and all my unfortunate friends who are real vampires from legends, not Robert Pattinson or Tom Cruise. The thing is that for a long time, I didn't know I was ill. Until I turned 15, I had no clear symptoms. And then, everything started happening rather slowly. The doctors couldn't even understand what was happening to me. I even went to a psychiatrist, especially when I started hearing some voices in my head. And only by the time I turned 20, when everything became as clear as possible, the doctors realized what I should be treated for. At first, everyone thought it was a usual dermatitis. Well, you know, the skin peels in some areas, bubbles, and gets off. Here, I had something like this. Only in the open areas of the skin, on the face, hands, and even the tips of my ears. Then, everything seemed to be cured. But pain came, mostly in my stomach. But sometimes, it seemed to me my whole body was aching. They even wanted to make me have surgery. But it didn't seem like I had appendicitis or liver failure. It passed by itself. Or, I got used to it. Then, there were some voices. Yeah, they didn't tell me anything. It was just a constant hum, you know? And then, I became like what I am now. A creepy, decomposing creature from the basement. When I first realized that I was burning in the sun, I had different thoughts. Mainly romantic gothic ones. Frankly, I waited for fangs, and a thirst for blood. I imagined some kind of nonsense like my own castle, bats, and aristocratic pale skin. But it turned out it was me who needed to express blood, have drinks, take pills, and wrap myself in several layers of clothing when I went outside. And no bats. One day, my parents dragged me out to the park. It was rather cloudy. I was wearing a thick jacket with a hood and a mask hidden under it, not to frighten those around me. And everything was fine. We walked, talked, and laughed. I even forgot for a while I was creepy. But a kid tore off my hood for fun. We were sitting right on the grass, so he did it without any trouble, and the mask flew off after the hood. I hope he's been paying with stuttering or something else for a long time, but he screamed really loudly. A bunch of people who saw my looks, too, until my mom pulled my hood back. Well, we had to leave quickly, because I felt bad and no longer wanted anything. So, they didn't watch the rest of the show. I know, I'm not very kind. But damn it, aren't kids taught politeness in elementary school now? The thing is, that the mother of the stupid kid raised claims to my parents when she was over the shock. She even wanted to file a lawsuit because my looks injured her kid. I would watch this, as well as how she would pay me a fine for moral damage and hurting a disabled person. Anyway, vampirism isn't that fun, 
and it's never romantic at all. It's painful, creepy, and very ugly. I believe that in ancient times, people like me had their heads chopped off and then finished off with a stake. If even now in the modern world, someone wants to do this, I'm still a young girl. I want to date guys, start a relationship, and find love. But who'll fall in love with a revived corpse? Though there may be some freaks loving that. But I just wouldn't start a relationship with such people. You know, ugliness is different, like mutations. And with many of them, people build families, make friends, and do a lot of common things. And I only have my room with voices in my head, pain and looks that can be shown in horror films without makeup. And even this is impossible because of the hard lamps. How unfair. Sometimes, when depression tells me there's simply no reason to live, I make friends on the internet. I'm lying, yeah. I'm putting someone else's photos on the profile picture. I come up with different stories about my non-existent normal life. And sometimes, I myself believe in what I write. Maybe it's wrong, but at least I have some kind of illusion of communication. Even if I never see anyone who thinks of me as their internet friend, write in the comments everything you think about my story. Or you can support me with a like and cherish your appearance. Because any appearance is good if your face looks like a face.